common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. Now on the line for us is Larry Kudlow, the world's leading economist. Notice I said the world, not just America. The world. He also has a number one show on Fox Business. He also has a number one show here on WABC Radio every Saturday at what time, John? Every Saturday from 10 o'clock in the morning to 1 o'clock in the afternoon. The number one show on Sundays. And uh, and uh, if you want to know what the end of the week on Saturday morning about what's going on in the markets, what's going on in the economy, you tune in, Larry Kudlow. Larry Kudlow. How are you, Larry? Lydia, you forgot the solar system. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Sorry. I have to one, – one more thing. Uh, I have to give condolences to Judy, uh, Larry Kudlow's wife. He, she lost her father this week. He was 100 years old. Uh, Larry, tell us a little bit about uh, Judy's dad. Oh, thank you, John. Uh, appreciate the condolences. Well, he was a great, um, great patriot. He was a, a career Air Force guy and retired as a full bird colonel. And he served in five wars. And wow. um, he was also an advisor. He worked in the Joint Chiefs as a military advisor. Um, and, you know, he was one of these uh, people with fabulous values who helped raise, well, three wonderful daughters, my wife and her two sisters. But he also kind of raised his grandkids. I think he raised me, too. I mean, he just kept everybody on the straight and narrow, making sure everybody was behaving right and working hard. He was just one of these fabulous kinds of people that we don't have enough of anymore. Mm. And I appreciate your your condolence. And uh, we're fine. Judy's okay. It was a beautiful, lovely military funeral yesterday in Colorado Springs, Colorado. That's, you know, he was a hundred years old, but when you lose a father or mother, it doesn't matter; it still hurts. Yes, Larry, yes. Uh, the, the economy. I mean, we're we got such a roller coaster. the The price of oil keeps going up. It's always one hundred and twenty one, one hundred twenty two dollars today, and uh, uh, inflation is still running out of control. Uh, what say you? you? You know, me and you have an opposite uh, feeling sometimes on, on what they should do. But, you, you know, it's, you're, the, you're the guy with the diploma. I'm a, I'm a college dropout. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> apart from that, you're smarter than me. But uh, anyway, you got more it's money. like two brains. But, um, look, it, uh, I, I hate to tell a negative narrative. But, you know, you got a bad CPI report today. It was worse than people thought. And it was uniformly worse. In other words, uh, rapid price hikes throughout the economy. And what's worse about that is that uh, the last three months, the three-month growth rates are faster than the 12-month growth rates. So the trend is all wrong. People were talking on Wall Street about peak inflation. Well, there's no peak inflation here. There's actually increasing inflation. Uh, so uh, you saw the market sell off almost 900 points. You saw the 10-year jump up to, what, 315, 316. Um, I, I think we're headed for a very, very difficult time, John. I think the Fed is going to have to be much tougher and much more aggressive. I don't particularly like that because I think the likelihood of recession is much greater. 
as a result. Look, mistakes made 18 months ago, those chickens are coming home to roost, John. I have a whole different policy viewpoint about what to do. But whatever I may think about policy, the Biden's got it wrong. Middle-income folks are hurting badly. Homeowners, renters, right down the line, food, oil, electricity. Electricity prices are just booming, 18% in the last three months. Uh, compared to 12% the last year. It's not a good story. There's well, no way what's the nicest way I can say it? Washington, uh, they're conning the American people. Mm. I don't know you what know, else to say. I, mean, I, I, I got to buy extra Kleenex because I cry for our country. Well, you guys are blaming well, all. It's President Biden said that it's all Putin's fault. It's all Putin's fault. What do you think? You know, what it's, it's, it's not all Putin's fault. I and mean, the whole country knows it's not all Putin's fault. Now, I grant you uh, some of the hike in energy is a function of, of the uh, Putin war in Ukraine. I don't deny that. But it's the 12 or 14 months prior to that that we are paying for now. And nobody believes. I mean, Putin blame, you know, Biden blames Putin. Biden blames big oil. Consider this, uh, John and Lydia. Um, Janet Yellen who, you know, we made fun of her last week, uh, the hostage uh, the hostage <laughs> video and so forth. But look, she goes, up, she goes up on Capitol Hill this week, okay? And she's selling Biden's uh, fiscal year 2023 budget. She's selling the budget. What's in that budget? More spending. Build back better. At least $5 trillion Build of more broke. spending, according to the Congressional Budget Office. And $3.5 trillion of higher taxes. That's in the budget. It was not adequately reported by the media. But in other words, they haven't learned their lesson. They're still blaming oil instead of deregulating oil. They're still spending, and if, I mean, if given the chance, and I hope they're not, and they're still raising taxes. That's the nuttiness of this. Um, you know Andy McCarthy, Andrew McCarthy, such a brilliant uh, lawyer, former prosecutor, and uh, now distinguished uh, political analyst. I was um, watching was some a, show at 4 o'clock on Fox Business. Yeah. I saw Andrew McCarthy <laughs> on it. Andy McCarthy was on the show. And we were talking about a separate subject, but it relates to this conversation. We were talking about how it is that Nancy Pelosi, on the day that somebody tries to murder uh, Justice Kavanaugh, how is it possible that Pelosi would not allow the Supreme Court justices' security bill to be voted on? How is that possible? And Andy said, it's a very telling point, he (laughs) said she doesn't want to appear as though she made a mistake. And it's like in our culture, people are afraid to say, you know what, we were wrong and we're going to change it. We were wrong and we're going to fix it. John, you're the most brilliant businessman. If you see something that changes out there, you will say to your uh, investors and so forth, uh, we were wrong. Let's chart a new course. Larry, nothing wrong with that. And nobody wants to do that anymore. And it's a tragedy. You're 100. It's Tony Carbonetti. And if if you don't know by 82 years old. That you should admit yeah. when you make a mistake, she's not yeah. going to learn anytime soon. Who are we talking uh, about? Nancy Pelosi. And how about Janet Yellen? Is she finally right. telling the truth? Does she know what the what the no. scoreboard is? She just said she shouldn't have used this a term transitory. Yeah, she just it's a non you know a non apology apology. She's uh, she's up there selling a big spend and tax package, which is exactly <laughs> what caused this mess in the first place. That's all I'm saying. 
if you're going to apologize, look, you know, Reagan apologized. Let me say when I worked for him, if something didn't go right, he would say that. And sometimes he would change his mind. He had this wonderful expression. He said, what's that sound? And then he'd look around and pause. And that's the sound of the cement cracking around my feet. So that was his way of saying, I'm dug in. And so wait a minute, the cement is cracking and I'm going to change my mind. Okay, that's leadership. You know what? I didn't agree with a lot of his uh, things, but Bill Clinton would say, "Okay, the era of big government is over. His uh, first couple of years uh, on the far left were wrong. We don't see that anymore. There's nothing wrong. I mean, it's like a cultural thing. There's nothing wrong in saying I got it wrong and I own it. And and now we're going to go and work together to fix something. All across the political spectrum today, nobody wants to do that. And I think it's a pity. I think it ruins civil discourse. I think it ruins relationships. And nowadays it ruins our economic policy. It's not weak to say you made a mistake. It shows you can learn. Right. Right. That's exactly right. Okay. I mean, it's okay to be wrong. (laughs) It's not okay. You learn from it. You move on. We're human. Everybody makes mistakes. That's correct. And so we're going to change course. But they want to put ideology. They'd rather make sure that Trump stays the boogeyman and Putin and every white supremacy and all the other stuff versus, you know, admitting, hey, listen, we made a mistake. We're changing it this way or that way. You know what it is, uh, David Paris and Larry? It's just that people don't understand that when you take responsibility for something, that's personal sacrifice you're making by saying that in front of other people. It ignites compassion. People, mm-hmm. it's hard for people to say anything after that. Although, Tony, I yeah, thought yeah. King Lear changed his ways when he was old. <laughs> Maybe Nancy Pelosi can. You know, Ho- hopefully funny. she'll learn. Nancy, Nancy. <laughs> How did it work out for King Lear, Governor? Uh, it, in the end, not well, but, okay. you know. Well, listen, fellas, I knew King Lear. He was <laughs> <laughs> Well, Cindy, Cindy Adams, Cindy keeps telling us uh, she was there when Lincoln got elected. <laughs> well, I, I was there for the second Grover Cleveland administration. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I'm okay. glad we have a little bit of laughter uh, on, yeah. on our Friday. We Thank God that. it's Friday. And uh, it'll be a beautiful weekend. And we hope our, you know, I, I hope this bounces back uh, somehow, uh, Larry and uh, when it's the when it, when it's, it looks like it's the lowest, sometimes it turns. Well, the cavalry is coming. No, <laughs> no, no, my nerves. Except, oh. except that was custom. <laughs> nerves. John, can I have a ninety-day sabbatical starting October first? Are you pregnant? Because I just don't want to be. Are you pregnant? I'm gonna be because of what's gonna happen in the you midterm. You have the same. You con- can't get pregnant. Governor, the you have the same constitutional right to get pregnant as everybody else. Yes. Thank you. What is a woman all right, after all? all Thank right, you, kids. Larry Cudlow. Thank you so much. much. Have a great yes, weekend. God. Hope the Thank sun you. shines. Let's bye, take bye. a break, and we're going to come back. Uh, with the Archbishop of the Ukraine in charge of the entire United States. We'll be doing a joint ceremony with Cardinal Dolan on Saturday night. But uh, let's take that break first. 